Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to find out where Kin fell in the box office totals and not in the top 10. Also, we'll find out what the heck Carrie thought about some great new movies as well as Anthony and maybe I'll chime in. It's going to be a lot of movie talk, folks. Let's get to it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. And then there were two. <laughs> there we go. Oh, well, it's like the la- other round that we had to do this, where it was a while where it's just the two of us. That's right. You know, we don't need any of these other weak sauce people oh, here. No. We're getting back to, you know, old, pure, refined box office OG. breakdown. That's right. Right. Welcome, everybody, to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. This is the show where we look back at the box office that was... And then we... Well, now you have to do it. Cause we I was about to say, I'm not going to sing Come this. on. It's up to you, Carrie. Prague. Naste. Yay! <laughs> about the box office that lie ahead. I'm Frank Moran. And I'm Carrie Lane. And, of course, as always, making us look good, sound even better, is Anthony in the booth. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Woo! We are a skeletal crew today, but that's yes. okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, skeletons are nice, everybody. You know, they, it's almost Halloween. That's yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Amy Cassandra on assignment, when, un, un, unable to join us here. Follow her on social media. She's blowing up. She's hosting all these other sorts of things. Uh, I don't know how she does it. Oh, no. M? Does she do T? Is it that way or the other way? Oh, you want to get that Z? nailed it? Almost nailed it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I never do it, so uh, yeah. You tried. And then uh, Neil moved. So That's if you true. all don't Aww. know, he but, unfortunately moved away and left us all. But follow him on social media yes. because he's uh, he's chronicling his incredible journey from here yeah. to the great state of Pennsylvania. Support your boy. That's yeah. right. And hopefully uh, once he gets all settled, we'll still be able to have him participate in the show in some fashion. So uh, hopefully Neil will never be too far from our thoughts. We can get like a Neil minute. That's right. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, but as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And while you're there, give it a thumbs up. Or two. Or three. Wait. Oh, I can reach. Four, there we go. Or as many thumbs up as Carrie can do right there. And everybody, hop in the chat. It is up and running right now. Yes. Carrie's excited to see all your candid commentary. Mm. And Carrie, if they're watching this after we stream live, what can they do? Y'all can comment down below. Oh, fantastic. Well, let's just jump right into it. Yes. This last week's top five, uh, no surprise, uh, especially on a time of year where... Uh, you know, the blockbusters are kind of slowing down. There's a little bit of a, uh, a lull in quality material at the box office. So Crazy Rich Asians monopolized on that. Came out to number one again. Another $22.2 million. Just a, like a 10.4% drop from last week. So still, still doing good. Still doing fantastic. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's barely dropping every time. Yeah. So it's like, yes, keep it up. Uh, coming to number two, The Meg, another $10.5 million. And, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's fun. It's fun, people. Don't take it too seriously. It's not that great, guys. No. Uh, you know, there's really nothing else out there that's like... Yeah, if you, you know, missed it, it's one of those, yeah, go check it yeah. out. Yeah. I go see that movie about, like, as not a shark, a shark that it's not as big as the promotional material makes you think it's going to be. Boo. That's right. Uh, coming to number three, Mission Impossible Fallout. Another $7 million yep, another fun. Up. That's a good summer fun action yeah, and certainly we're at AfterBuzz. We, uh, Popcorn Talk is part of the AfterBuzz family. We've got a lot of great podcasts about a variety of different subjects, especially in Popcorn Talk where we talk a lot about film. But uh, just a quick tangent there. If you uh, do love a, a nice in-depth discussion about the making of a film, uh, Empire Film Podcast has a great uh, almost six-hour discussion with Chris McQuarrie Ooh. about the uh, ins and outs of uh, Mission Impossible. Wow. Yes, yeah, so uh, it's it's a great listen. I, I've made it through the first one. It was, you know, three three hours and 30, 48 minutes. 
just jumping into the second part. So, is that what we're working up to? That's right. We're, that's right. Yeah, here <laughs> at Box Office Breakdown, we're gonna uh, not a sprint. Yeah, we're going for seven hours. Starting next week, get ready for our seven-hour uh, nonstop podcast where we go in depth. Oh uh, boy, <laughs> Anthony's right? excited about uh, that. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You're in, right, Anthony? Yeah, yeah. I'm, you can do right. it, man. Sure. In. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, just the one takeaway, though, is just how improvised the making of those films are. It was interesting to learn. Oh, okay. Coming in number four, Operation Finale, one of the two of our uh, two we new films. We were all like, what movie? Yeah. There you go. Uh, from MGM, $6 million. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I had, it made the top chance. five. It made the top five. <laughs> yes. But at $6 million, uh... And rounding out the top five is a film that I know that uh, two of our people associated with us today have seen, Searching. Made another $5.7 million. Yes. Carrie's already uh, waxed on about how much she's loved this film. He has even talked to the, uh, the Absolutely. I talked about it a while ago, yes. if you remember. Uh, also, we may be having some special guests on horror movie news on Tuesday that are related to searching. So tune in for that. Oh, well, um, it's a shame. I, I mean, we have a nice comfy couch here that could use a guest <laughs> for box office breakdown, but whatever, Carrie. I, well, they were excited that it's a horror movie news show. We don't, we're just box office. Oh, uh, all right. Well, maybe later we'll be like, hey, once they're still in the top five, we'll be like, hey, you're still here. But uh, anyways, you can go watch those interviews from Searching. Uh, it's on my YouTube, uh, it's on my Twitter, which we'll say later, and then also on Popcorn Talks. Red Carpets, and uh, Los Angeles Asia Pacific Film Festival. I talked to the director, producer, uh, the mom, and the daughter. And the best boy. No. No? Well, give the best boy some <laughs> care. Uh, but yeah, they kind of talked about, they talk about like how they worked on the film and how they did, because it's all filmed through screens. Look at that. Uh, and speaking of the film, Anthony, he decided to go to the movies yes. this weekend, and you saw this film, Anthony. Yes, I did. I saw it after a long day of work. I Wee. saw it Thursday night. At 12 a.m. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a it was a great film. Um, definitely, it feels it feels groundbreaking just by like the way it was made and filmed, or if it's even filmed. Um, I gotta say, the first opening frame, I was so distraught because it's uh, it, it's 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 a desktop desktop computer of like Windows 98. And you you notice the background and like the uh, the screensaver, very basic. Yeah, and I'm just like what everyone is this? cheered. They're like, "Yay!" <laughs> like throwback. It's so interesting. I love like it, it's cool because like the the composition of like the framing. It zooms in with like within quadrants of uh, the screen that you're looking at, and it, they really it's really smart like how they composed certain shots to include like if he's on a Skype call to include his face as well as what he's looking at on the screen. Um I gotta say it was it was very interesting to watch. It's definitely something to to, to witness. It feels like a it feels like a, a weird event where you're just like, huh, is this is something new to cinema and it hasn't been done like this um well it hasn't been done this effective, I guess I would say, in uh since uh I don't know. I I can't really compare it to anything I've seen before. When they pitched it, uh director Anish Chot um, um uh he at the screening he said to John Cho they had pitched it as like unfriended but a little different and that wasn't exactly winning points. <laughs> but they were like they didn't have a way to explain how they were gonna film it. Because there hasn't been anything like that before. And uh, someone tweeted, and then uh, the producer, Sev, replied back. They were like, oh, yeah, they're, they're screen, like, uh, technology, like, gimmicks. And he's like, oh, no, that was all filmed on, like, iPhones and, 
legit. That was no like fake altering later to be be like, oh, it's a fake call. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Did all their Skype calls go through? Well, not every, but not all of them are answered. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's just say not um, all okay. phone well, calls are answered. The other thing too is they mentioned how with Skype, uh, no, it's not Skype. It's FaceTime because the thing is, Skype when you're done with the call, it ends. With FaceTime, it will stay on you even after your call's over. So, like, if we were calling and then I, we ended the call, my screen would still show me, and that's still used because then it's, like, the reactions after the phone call and what they're thinking of next, which is really yeah, voyeuristically effective. Yeah, it's very smart because, like, they, they use they – use they don't, like, create technology that doesn't exist. Like, everything they use all mm-hmm, exists. Mm-hmm. And uh, granted, it's all Apple, but, I mean <laughs> – Yeah. Yeah, so it, it was pretty uh, – how do you say – uh, innovative, how like they use innovative. Everything. Yes, thank yeah. you, Frank. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I think it was. I think it had a. I I think they did an amazing job with what they set out to do, and it's a good thriller. Yeah, the story yeah. was really good as yeah. well, and the acting was phenomenal. Oh yeah, John oh. Cho. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow, he did really good. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Give it a chance. There you go. Um, and then somebody asked, I think they're referring to this, John, in the chat, says, any indication how wide it will go this weekend? It's not playing anywhere within 50 miles. Um, it, Good question. I mean, depending on how well it does, it will expand, and they're thrilled that it's... Oh, it, it's actually did really well in, like, Korea, Malaysia, or something else. They were tweeting on uh, about it that in other countries it was doing really well. So that's cool. They're worldwide already. Yeah, I mean, at least domestically, it's on a little over 1,800 screens at yeah. the moment. So probably the better, as it continues to do well, it'll probably continue to be more screens. Yeah, I'm sure the uh, it seems to be getting a lot of good word of mouth. Yes. Uh, now, of course... Uh, not in the top five is the film that we did the the box office bet on, and that was a little film called Kin. And as I teased at the beginning of the show, it didn't even make the top ten. Oof. Kin came in at number twelve, twelve, uh, right between Incredibles two and Hotel Transylvania three: Summer Vacation, sandwiched right in between those two animated fairs. Uh, that came in from Lionsgate and made it a little over just a hair for three million dollars. Ouch. Uh, and that becomes uh, the subject of our box office bet. Which I am pretty sure I lost then, because I think I bet the highest. Now you bet the highest. You went yeah. for the fences, and you know, don't don't be afraid to dream, Carrie. I was interested in this one. I just didn't see it, because I saw, uh, I had already seen Searching, but I, I was all not on this list either. I saw a Bollywood horror comedy called Stree, and that was the movie I saw this weekend. Oh, well, nice. Which I enjoyed, so I know... Uh, Everybody has different markets on what is available to them. This one, I had to go to a particular theater. I went to the Burbank Town Center 8, which they've remodeled. Oh, my goodness. If you live in L.A., it is like nice recliner seats. It was $13.99 for a ticket where I was like, ooh. Because last time I was there, it was like the regular slope, like old theater style. And so I was happy to find out it was nicer seats. But anyway, uh, it's a cool movie. Uh, there are, if you've never seen a Bollywood movie, there are some cultural and context jokes that might be like over your head. I had to explain a couple to my friend. And then it's it's really, really good to about like the very end where they're kind of wrapping some things up and they've been super concrete the whole time. And the very end, there's a couple things that my friend and I are both, did we miss something? Is there a cultural context? So I messaged my friend in India. I'm like, hey, wait. 
I don't know what this is. Is this a thing? And I asked, are you, wait, are you going to see the movie first? I don't want to spoil it. And she's like, I don't like horror movies. Perfect. All right, tell me. And she's like, nope, I don't know. So I don't know. <laughs> and I looked on Twitter, too. Is anybody else talking about this? And uh, something fun, too. I never knew getting your measurements done could be so sexy. There's a scene in there where he's taking her measurements, and it's a very hot little scene, and nothing really happens. But I was like, oh, they filmed this really well. And also, it's a film, side note, that, and I hope this doesn't discourage anybody, it's actually a very feminist film because it's all about men being worried about a predator this stree which actually translates to woman which i'm like wait so they're calling her the woman and woman but in the movie they don't translate it that way Hmm. until like one conversation where it pops up and you go oh so it's men being afraid of going out at night because you're going to get attacked don't be alone i'm like wow this sounds like most women's lives and (laughs) so there's things like that and uh, how they film it, too, it's very much from the Stree's perspective, which is cool. And they reverse it, too. So it's, like, looking right at you, the camera. There's a couple of movies that did that recently where it was very kind of cool. Um, or maybe it was a Black Mirror episode. Anyway. And then returning it and then just kind of how the gaze is done is really kind of cool. Unexpected. I didn't think that was going to be in the film. So oh, pleasantly right. surprised. Well, there you go. Uh, if Carrie Lane likes it, it's got to be good. So go check it out. <laughs> Uh, and she'll be checking out Kin. Yeah, I was going to say, if you like a movie, then apparently it's worth checking out because there's not many. <laughs> no, I, I don't like any movies because uh, I'm dead inside. But, uh, yeah, so Carrie Lane, with her uh, loss in the box office bet, will be going to check out Kin and tell us, telling us all about it. Hopefully, oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying, I'm, pro- I'm like, oh, wait, holiday tomorrow. I might go see something tomorrow. Oh, look at that. And Kin, what better way to celebrate you know? Labor Day here in the States yeah. than going to see Kin? Uh, but our dearly departed but never forgotten... Neil Plumley did win this last box office bet pretty much spot on. He bet $3 million. It was just a hair over that, but like, you know, 20 mm. million bucks. So $20,000. The honor of uh, Neil. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome. Uh, now, of course, the box office bet never stops, though. So uh, we're going to be doing another one at the end of this episode, and you get a choose which film we do it on right there in the chat. Two films for your, your voting consideration, and that is The Nun. The new, uh, I guess, like this is the, the Conjuring probably, franchise. Yeah, and it's probably pretty much, I guess, like the the beginning of it because it's supposed to take place before all the other films. So, real quick, I like to refer to it as the Conjurverse. Mm. Oh, thank you, Anthony. Right, mm-hmm. that works. That's yeah. beautiful. All right, uh, and then we've got uh, that's on thirty seven hundred screens, and then we have Jennifer Garner's new film Peppermint on twenty eight fifty. Like I hate the taste of peppermint. Now this is one looking at it, I'm a little bit excited too in terms of it's the revenge film, but they have realistic training and modifications to oneself to be stronger. You know, if by that time her arms are ripped, I go, Okay, I can buy it a little bit better. It's just the immediate like, Oh, I can take revenge right now. Yes. It's like no, she took a while, she did training. I'm okay, okay, I'm for it. I wanna check it out. Yeah, it's been so long since you've seen Jennifer Garner doing uh, anything similar to Alias. I was going to say Alias, throw it yes. back. So yes. it'll be exciting to see her out there just kicking some butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, yeah, so start chiming away in the chat about which one of those two films you'd like us to bet on. But in the meantime, we'll talk about a little bit of the international numbers. Yes. Um, yes, ma'am. Sorry, from the chat, Sarah wants to know why you're wearing a dad hat. <laughs> a dad hat? Is this a dad How hat? How is that what? a dad hat? <laughs> a dad hat? I mean, this is from Vans. Well, you are a dad, so... Oh, <laughs> Uh, it's on your the, Instagram. It's not really a surprise. Is it on my? I don't put that on my Instagram. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Just a, is that just Facebook? That is secret. Thanks. 
Thanks. I got a you know separate worlds, Jerry. Separate worlds. It's not a. I wouldn't call that dad. There Iron you go. Man hat. This is an Iron Man hat, Sarah. Yeah. Come on now. This is from Vans. You know, Vans not giving out dad hats. No. Oh no, you have mentioned before on the show of going to kids' movies. Because I'm a kid at heart. No, because you took some. In fact, I watched uh, the Death of Superman, <laughs> the the latest DC direct uh, animated film. And direct video. Actually, it wasn't too bad. It was a nice reinterpretation of the original Death mm. of Superman storyline. Cool. Uh, yeah, just set up to uh, have Reign of the Superman coming out later this year to kind of finish up the story. But hmm. yeah, it was a nice. Uh, I mean, gosh, over twenty years old, but they did a nice kind of reimagining of it to tighten is it, it all down. Documentary. No. Okay. Because uh, there is a documentary. Yes, but this is yeah. just a retelling of the animated version. You saw like the Superman Doomsday, which I think was the first DC uh, direct to DVD, okay. DVD, DVD film. This is much better than that. Oh, cool. dang. Yes, hmm. definitely. It's the whole like he fights Doomsday, right? Like that's... he fights Doomsday, but I mean in the original one, it was the uh, Justice League, kind of the more um, international version where you had Blue, Booster Gold, Guy Gardner, Blue Beetle helping mm-hmm. out. This one is the uh, the Big Seven. Oh, so, okay. yeah, it mm-hmm. kind of really changes it when you've got Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, Martian Manhunter, Wonder Woman duking it out against Doomsday. But in the comics, it was just himself, though, right? He started – well, he got some assists from the Justice League at first, and then they all got taken up very quickly. Yeah. And oh, then okay. it just became Superman the whole way through. Got it. Yeah. And that last issue was great because it just – each issue, as it came down from like uh, six to one, they would reduce the number of panels per issue. So. Hmm. And by the time you got down to the, the last issue where it was actually the, the final battle, it was just splash page after splash page. So that's yeah, kind of cool. Storytelling device. Random, right but cool. So anyway, yeah, check it out if you want to pick it up on uh, Amazon or iTunes or wherever you might like to pick up your local Blu-rays or DVDs. I like that the chat's already excited and putting in their votes for what we're going to talk I about. I like that, folks. That's what we like to see. Uh, now, international box office news. Uh, we talked a little bit about Mission Impossible. Uh, you checking in, uh, getting more in-depth on that. But it finally opened up overseas in China and uh, became the biggest opening day for the franchise it made $77.3 million there in China for its three-day. Uh, that, that's, uh, that's a new record for the series. And for, tar, uh, for Tom Cruise, it's also 84% higher than Mission Impossible Rogue, Na- Mission Impossible, excuse me, Rogue Nation, which itself was a record setter in 2015. Rolling in the money. Yeah, so far the international total for that is $89.1 million in 65 markets, lifting it to an overall global uh, overseas total of 4427 and globally, six hundred and forty-nine million dollars, hmm. uh, and it's looking to finish upwards of seven hundred and fifty million. Uh, we also have here, uh, of course, it opened up in China, which took a little bit of the thunder away from Ant Man and the Wasp, but it still had enough to stay in number two. And uh, basically, it's uh, it is so far the sequel has surpassed the entire lifetimes of the original Ant Man, hmm. as well as Captain America: Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and Black Panther in that market. Ant Man wow. and the Wasp, yeah. Wow. Oh, go them. Oh, uh, the global total is now uh, buzzing at $595 million. And Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom crossed $1.3 billion worldwide as the Japan totals rise to $71 million. And Incredibles 2 became the number two animated movie ever at the global box office with Italy and Germany still to come. Hmm. There you go. Also on my Twitter, I retweeted a thing of a really cute Jack-Jack cosplay at Dragon Con. Uh, oh, I, I think it's right I'm like, that's actually really cute. There you go. Uh, and then lastly, Crazy Rich Asians had a great start in Australia to land the all-time best debut for a rom-com and the studio's best 2018 opening weekend in that market. Cool. So look at that. I forget his... What's, I'm blanking out his name in the movie, but his real name, Chris Pang, is uh, the, 
the wet Collins Collins wedding they're going to in Crazy Rich Asians. He's from Australia. Oh, nice. Also on the Popcorn Talk interview. Oh, well, look I at that. Did that one as well. And I saw the um, the gentleman who stars opposite of uh, Constance Wu. He seems to be in the uh, a simple favor that's coming out, or a small favor. The one with um, a yes. simple favor. Simple favor. Yeah. Yes. That looks. I was curious on your thoughts on that one, Tony, because I'm all, it's kind of horror. It, it's on the edge for me. Yeah, it looks, right? There's some parts where I'm like, oh, this is cool, and there's some parts where I'm like, oh, this is really dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those I'm like, this is going to be really cool or really bad. Yeah, I'm really into like the whole mystery. Like, I, yeah. I really enjoyed Gone Girl <clears throat> and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. like, I really uh, – that's that's one of my main, like, enticing – also, who's the, who's the main girl? Bree, no, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. And, um, yeah, both great actresses. Can, can, Anna Kendrick. Yep. Yeah. Both really great actresses. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see like their dynamic on screen. Yeah. And also I want to see like Anna Kendrick like slowly lose her stuff. You know? Yeah, because she's normally more composed. Yeah. So like she's like slowly unraveling this weird yeah. mystery and stuff. So like it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. Has potential. Uh, so uh, before we get into our next week's top five prediction as well as our box office bet, we like to do a little box office rewind. Take a look at somebody that's coming up in one of these uh, two f- upcoming films. I was waiting for Carrie to do I know, this. Uh, I was waiting for the sound effect. Are you going to do the sound effect, Carrie? Oh, um, all right. That's close you enough. Go. Yes. It's a record stop, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this one will do, of course, the star of Peppermint, Jennifer Gardner. Take a look back at her top five. And coming in at number five for her was The Kingdom from Universal back in 2007. Made $17.1 million. That's a Peter Berg-directed one with her and Jason Bateman. They're overseas in, uh, I was Iraq. Don't think I, I saw that one. Not, not a bad film. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, coming in number four, Alexander, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, Not Good, Very Bad Day. Came out uh, 2014. I feel she probably plays a mom. Yeah, it's, it was her and Steve Carell. Okay. Based off a uh, I think children's story or a young adult novel. Hmm. Made $18.3 million. Then coming in at number three, 13 going on 30. From yes, Sony. love that one. And I know Amy would chime in that that's a great rom-com. That is a good one. It's that a is good really one. good. Her and Mark Ruffalo do great stuff in there. Uh, that made twenty-one, a little over $21 million. And number two, Daredevil <laughs> from Fox back in 2003, where she ended up meeting Ben Affleck. Hmm. $40.3 million. I didn't hate it. I know people hate on that movie. It was fun. When it came out, it was fun. Like a fun superhero movie. Yeah, I mean, I see I the director's some... cut so you can get okay. some of that sweet Coolio stuff in there. Need more Coolio. Oh, God. Yes, more uh, Coolio in my Daredevil I had thing. some electric comic stuff, too, so I, was, I thought she was a little not uh, as cool as she could be, but... Did you see... I, I like, and then she had her own spin-off And then Electra, Electra, which that one was uh, also fun. Oh, really? I didn't hate it. I didn't mm. see it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, wasn't the best. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that Daredevil, like, going back to watch it now, it is a rough watch. It is? It is. Okay. Yeah. It's just. It's one of those, maybe when it came out, it's what market there is. Like we were talking on Marvel TV Weekly. Um, that one we were saying how I said the first X-Men was really good because, you know, at the time that was like the only superhero movie coming out. And so you had no like special effects to compare it to because if you go back now, there's not as much. So when Daredevil and Electra came out, there wasn't a ton of other superhero movies going on. So you go, okay, it's yeah. the levels. But the thing that always bugged me about that X-Men film is just the costumes. The fact that they went for that all-black look, it just, mm. ugh. Uh, Neela J in the chat says, I also loved her in Daredevil and Elektra. 
I gotta say the saving grace for me was probably Colin Farrell as Bullseye. Oh, that's he true. was a cool. I, I yeah. like that villain. Yeah. yeah, he's good. When he breaks the glass and he just like throws all these glass shards at him. Yeah, so. he kind of he does that whole shot where he's yeah. catching them all. That there was dope. I, I really enjoyed that part. <laughs> and he's like with the like the piano organ and he's like dancing around all those like pipes or whatever mm-hmm. and just like messing up with uh daredevil's sound i thought that was pretty cool Stardew's with me and says i'm with carrie electra isn't that bad also daredevil had a pretty decent soundtrack um I, for some reason i remember having that soundtrack because <laughs> i have songs that are that they were used in that i'm like yeah oh that's yeah. awesome yeah. i i could not tell you one song that was in daredevil yeah i was about to say i can't remember mm-hmm. no I only remember just because I have songs that were part of that and then use them for other stuff. I couldn't tell you right now what they are, but I know I had the songs from that movie. I can see clearly. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was Three Blind Mice they had that. Oh, yeah. I just remember that sequence where they're out in the rain and that's like using his radar sense. He can, using the raindrops, can kind of get an image of what her face looks like. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, Daredevil. And then coming in number one for Jennifer Garner, Valentine's Day from Warner Brothers. And that's one of those kind of anthology films. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's $56.2 million back in 2010. I think I skipped that one. I yeah. meant to, but I just didn't get to it. Yeah, I've never seen because it's very similar to like that or like New Year's Eve, things like that, where it's just a bunch of, you're following it a bunch of different stories uh, as people getting ready for that big event. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that one that everybody wa- you watch at Christmas? Oh. Uh, love actually. Yes, yes, I was all. That's the one that the, their bar set so high though. Yeah, that too many yeah. other ones don't. I think the fair one that's like in that similar vein is uh, he's just not that into you. I really enjoyed that one. You guys ever see that one? He's just not that into you. With, uh, with like Justin Long and I think it's Justin Long. Yeah, and then yeah, maybe Bradley Cooper with Demi Moore. I, I know. I'm like, mm. you guys don't remember that? Huh. I'm blanking. I think there's also uh, Scarlett Johansson's in it. Just not that. Come on, let me. Oh, uh, we're going to do this. Let's pull All up right. the picture. Yeah, you guys, I stumped you guys. Yeah. He's just not that into you. Ah, I thought it was fantastic. In the, in the live chat, help me out here. Have you guys seen that? Yes. I don't. That's not a real movie. What? Oh. Not a real movie. You're lying to me. Yep. I think I know the movie you're talking about. Oh, no, I did not see that one. Um, but that did have a lot of people. It's right there. He's just not Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Connelly, Kevin Con- Connelly, uh, Bradley Cooper, Justin Long, Jennifer, uh, ben, yeah. Jennifer Goodwin, Scarlett Johansson, and Justin Long. Yeah. Nope. Didn't see that there one, is. but I do remember when that came out. He's just not that into you. It's 2009. Just, yeah. Just, just not into that movie talk. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth watching. Really? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sarah says, I love He's Just Not That Into You. So Sarah's with you on there that There you one. go, Sarah. Thank you. All right. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into next week's uh, box office bet, we'll do our quick top five, oh, yeah. what we think. Uh, we're Keep adding, going. of course, The Nun from The Conjuring, The Conjurverse. Is that correct, Anthony? Hey, Conjurverse. Yes, it is. That's right. 3,700 screens. And then Peppermint on 2,850. Oh, that's true. Uh, song, Ken Jack says... <laughs> So rewind back to songs. It says "Bring Me to Life" by Evanescence. I'm like, I think that was in it. Yeah, I think. I mean, Great. it sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple others. It's one of those. Another reason not to like that movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey well, now, hey now. You're a rock star. Okay. Oh my god, I got. Go I thought it. the same thing too. <laughs> Wait, what? Because you're like, hey now, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try for that. Look at that. Go me. Okay. Uh. 
Everybody's still voting. Great. So what do you think next week's top five is? Do you feel wow. either one of these two? I um, like The Conjuring can take number one. The Nun, yeah. yeah the nun? I think The Nun oh. could do really well because that franchise is very popular. Halloween's right around the corner. People, people, horror people movies jump always on that do horror. well. Yeah, and yeah. it's coming up yeah. pretty much almost. I mean, if they drop their theory count slightly for yeah. Chris Rich Asians, it's going to be on the same or maybe a little bit more than Chris Rich um, Asians. So Ken Jack in the chat says The Nun, Crazy Rich Asians, Peppermint, The Meg, and Mission Impossible. Um, I'd like to, I think The Nun could take number one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with The Nun, Crazy Rich Asians, Peppermint, hmm, do I think The Meg would go down more? The Meg and Searching will stay at five. Uh. It'll give them a little more legs. That's true. I mean, Searching could get a little bit more juice there if it, uh. Oh, excuse me, because searching, actually, I said 18, uh, 18, 18 for its screen count. It's actually 12.07 on its screen count. So if it goes up any higher than that, so I wrote the wrong number on that. So, yeah, searching would be interesting because it is getting a lot of good buzz on that. And then I know on Movie Passes thing, which Movie Passes is all kind of mess, but it was one of the things there, so I don't know if they were encouraging yeah. to see it too. All right, I'll go, yeah, I think I might agree with you for that one. I could see Screen Gems possibly knocking out Mission Impossible. Uh, if it's still, Screen Gems? I mean, uh, searching from Screen Gems. Excuse me. Uh, Sarah in the chat says, there hasn't been anything truly scary for people in a while, and I feel it's time of year for that. Yep. And Wellington says, searching looks great. It is great. Um, yeah. Mm. Tony, do you have thoughts on your five? Oh, I'm always terrible at this part. <laughs> That's why I stay quiet. I have mm. no idea. I feel like just the nun will get, will have, Ooh. you know, potential. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think it's gonna like. I don't know. Uh, this this crazy rich Asians kick is really powerful right mm-hmm. now. Um, but it did make how much did it make this week? It made twenty two mil. Oh no, it's definitely gonna be number one if that's what it needs to be, right? Yeah, that's how it works. Um, <laughs> I have no idea how this works. Uh, yeah, I would, I, it's a safe bet to say the nun's gonna be number one. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's all I can say. That's all right. John in the chat agrees. Says nun for number one, crazy rich Asians for two, peppermint for three, and then said searching, then the Meg. So very similar to mine. I just had the Meg and uh, searching swapped. Well, I feel like if you want to see cool action, you're gonna probably want to see peppermint. Because yes. you've already seen Mission Impossible yeah. once or several times. And then if you want something a little scary, for sure, you'll see The Nun over The Meg. Mm-hmm. That's more of a, I mean, that's, that's not a scary movie. It's more of a fun action movie. Hmm. So, yeah, I feel like both of those could go over there. <laughs> I kind of feel like we can get a jump in searching, too, with uh, all the word of mouth and oh, like yeah. the buzz that's kind of going around with it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because uh, what, Annabelle Creation, that did, well, that came out. Uh, did thirty five million dollars when it came out? Uh, but that know. was a sequel, right? Yeah, well, that was, was a prequel, a sequel, oh, pre- prequel. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was like it was already there was already a previous film, you know, before yeah. that. I'm, I'm guess I'm thinking like since this it's is so the ri- fifth. Yeah, but this is the right? none. It's like so, I know. it's like original. You know, it's like well, a new. It's such a small character in the movie, and then like here we're building this whole world on it. Yeah, I feel like people who are really uh, into the controversy, uh, like mm-hmm. really want to see this, uh, you know, this character come to life and scare people. So I, I feel like that, you know, curiosity for the nun, yeah, will will give it a great stride. But we'll see, you know. I'm curious because I Conjuring one was good. I felt Conjuring two was better because I had more things in there. And I never saw Annabelle or Annabelle. Annabelle... Creation. 
think I saw the first one it was okay, and the second one had moments. Like, they had moments, but overall, it was take it or leave it. Also, mm. the fact that it's, like, not in the house <laughs> yeah, might work better against it, you know? I'm curious to see a new, new place, yeah. It's just, like, there's so much, like, I guess, like, you could say a breath of fresh air for yeah. a, a pose from all the previous Conjuring films that are, like, based in a, a suburbia or, like, yeah. you know, in a house. This is going to be at, a, I believe, some sort of covenant, convent or, like, a... Convent? Convent, thank you. Or a, uh, yeah. like, a old uh, church or something. Because mm-hmm. other than Annabelle and the Nun, as, like, kind of things that kind of showed up in their their kind of trophy room the that they have. The Nun was the painting. Annabelle was the, the doll. The doll. I, I don't know if there was anything else. Was there anything else that really got prominent? There's a lot of things. There's a lot things. of stuff in there. But things that kind of really kind of... They really Annabelle, kind of they on. made a huge deal about, and then yeah. the nun came at them. Yeah. So those are the only things that were big deals slash interacted with. Yeah. Personally, um, I want to see the Crooked Man. Yes. Yeah. That's, totally want that one. That was the creepiest thing. Like he was. The, that was the creepiest thing of the second one, probably. Yeah. And that was. I, I did really you see? Oh, that. did you see the second one? Have second you seen Conjuring? Any, yeah. Yes. Okay. The, did you like the Crooked Man? Remember the dog that turns into the, like the man? And it gets yes. and it's like. Tsh-tsh. I thought it was really. That was, I thought it well that was done. Freaky. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess we're, we're into that. Uh, yeah, I mean, they. I feel like they've kind of really uh, mastered that whole like kind of jump scare for when they did what is it, Annabelle create? No, is it the first Annabelle where you see like the trailer where it's the uh, the the little kid starts running or whatever, and then the door slams and then opens up and it's like she's the uh, full woman. Is that Annabelle? No, is that Annabelle? I uh, don't know. I'm trying. Anyway. But then, of course, the nun, they've got the uh, the, from the trailer where it's like she's standing there with like a nun behind her and then a nun Uh, comes out from the side. Yeah. I do like that's a little different, though, because you're like, well, it's going to be the side thing. And then I saw another trailer where it's just some guy and they're like, they all have hoods on and he goes to like lift up a hood. I don't know. That's a new Well, at least personally for me, I'm not really buying into like jump scares nowadays. Kind of over them. Not buying into them? I'm not not buying buying into them. them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still go watch this movie, but I'm just like, uh, jump scare. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then I want to see with Anthony, so he can just kind of, I want to hear that groan as those jump scares happen throughout the film. Ugh. Yeah. Everybody's going to be like, ah! Like, they're Uh. so predictable, you know? Like, they always, like, prime you for them. Yeah. Yeah. And the sound, oh, that's when you lose me. Yeah, it's just loud loud things. Yeah. Boom! That's cheating. Whatever. Whatever. Cheap. All right, everybody. All right. It's time for us to do our box office bet. Feel free to chime in there with that. Uh, I know Ken Jackie is usually good about giving us the total about which film that we'll be betting on. Carrie, feel free to uh, fill us all in yeah. if you see a total. I was looking. I haven't seen it yet. But so. as we're waiting for a total, folks, uh, the way the box office bet works is that we will bet on the film of your choosing there in the chat. Whoever's closest to the actual opening weekend total will get the uh, Peppermint one. Oh, Peppermint. All right. Four to three. Be the prognosticator, prognosticators. Oh, no. The loser will have to go see. The <laughs> well, film. I was gonna say, are we gonna try to see the nun for like next week for horror movie news? Right, right, right. Not this week because we got searching. All yeah. right, oh, all right. So again, uh, peppermint, uh, two thousand eight hundred and fifty screens, three. Which actually, I think I want to. We're not gonna hold you. To, you can bet however you like. Well, I was debating if I want to change my top five and make it number two, if only because. Crazy Rich Asians, if that goes down and it makes more. I don't know. I'll just make a number. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, all right. Okay. Let's see. Ooh, now I feel like I'm really high. Ken Jack said 13. Uh, Star Drew says 17. Hmm. All right. Let me just look at our top five again here real quick. Or even our top two, 22. Yeah. 
don't think it'll do that high. All right, I will go. I probably won't really have, but I do want to see peppermint. So. All right, I think I got it. Ready when you are. John in All the right. chat says 13. Mm. All right. Anthony, ready when you are, sir. All right, I think I got it. Okay. Yes. So I think it's going to make $8 million. $8 million? <laughs> oh. Why do you? Why so low? I don't know. It just feels like it's going to be low. Oh, right. uh, Wellington makes a point, though. First week of school, a lot of people back in school. Yeah. So make the numbers. Uh, and said nine. Janet Mouse says 19. Sky Patterson says 10.5. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right, Carrie. You seem to be uh, breathing heavy on that. 24. 24. I like it. Dang. <laughs> Look at that. I like that. I, I like this Carrie Lane trend where you're just going for the, yeah. swinging for the fences. <laughs> Boom. I'm going uh, for the bunt. Amy Cassandra yeah. Martinez, she bet $22 million on it. Oh, okay. Dreamers love you. There you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, I went with 17. Oh, boy. Okay. What okay. am I doing? No, no, no. You could be, you could be right. Yes. I, I thought it would, uh, as a number three, I thought it could it could pull that. Last yeah. thing I want is, I, is to go watch Pepper. Uh, Gel Spike says 15. John, Ch- yeah, I don't know. I know 24 was bad. It's one of those who knows, though. Some, some movies, like, maybe. For some reason... Stargy was uh, betting $10 on me, and he said he lost his $10 because of my my vote <laughs> just now. <laughs> hey, man, I didn't tell he you to bet win, on me. Though. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's very... Uh, oh, thank you. Wellington says that I'm the optimist. Yes, for I'm some sorry. movies, I'll, I'll be the optimist for them. I mean, I'm excited, as I said, to see Jennifer Gardner kicking some butt, so yeah. I'd like for it to do well. Because, uh, I mean, whether this is the type I mean, of film we've seen revenge life. films already. It's not new, but I like the take they're going with it. No, and it's uh, by Luc Besson, right? Is no it? way. No. I was going to say, what? Like, what? <laughs> no. 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 Liar. What? There you go. Wait, who's directing it? Oh, who's... I. he might be a producer. Uh, Pierre, uh, yeah, yes, uh, Pierre Morel. So. Definitely sound, feels like a Frank Castle. Uh, like the Punisher. Yeah, there you go. which I like that. Punisher story kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his, oh, but he was the director on Taken and B- District B-13. It. it was Taken, yes. That's which, District B-13, um, Luc Besson is a producer or something on it, too. He was involved. Very Did well. you see District B-13? I didn't see that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Really? They made Brick Mansions, which was the American remake hmm. with... Um, Dude from Fa- Fast and the Furious, Paul who di- yeah, Paul Walker did it. It, oh, it wasn't right. amazing. Like it wasn't amazing. It was pretty cool. But District B thirteen is just way better. All yeah. right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. As always, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and while you're there, why don't you give it a thumbs up? Do it, Carrie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do it, Carrie. <laughs> oh, there we go. There nice. you go. And as always, folks, thanks for hopping in the chat and sharing your thoughts. We really appreciate your involvement every single time that we do the yes. show. But, Carrie, if they're watching after we stream live, what can they do? Y'all can comment down below. Oh, look at Been that. Been pretty quiet lately. You fluctuate. It's interesting. Take this energy that you have such great energy in the live chat. Put it in the comments later, too. <laughs> so much energy. There you go. Uh, well, I mean, it, it, we're getting close to the uh, Halloween time. What yes. It'd be cool. In the chat, talk about like what movie did you kind of watch to get you ready for the Halloween season. Oh, nice. All of them. Yeah? This is like the first one. What's, the, what's your first one that you got to go like, all right, Halloween's coming? I was coming. thinking I, put I, wanted this to, I own the Tales from the Crypt series. I was thinking I want to put those on in the background and just let them play. Oh. Like the whole 
all even while you're six not at home. seasons. Even yeah. while you're not at home, they're just yeah, totally. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want to stay in touch with us even after the show's over, Anthony, where can they find you, sir? Oh, you can find me everywhere at Tony B Tony underscore. And also catch me every Tuesday at, uh, well, on the same network, <laughs> at Horror Movie. I'm doing like 10 things at once. Uh, find me on Horror Movie News along with Carrie and Ollie Drennan uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or just catch it afterwards and comment down below. And I always try to re- reply. I know Wellington Smithopolis, my boy, he's usually there. And I want to see all you guys there, too. All these familiar faces. Come join us. Oh, yes. look at that. Mm-hmm. Carrie, about yourself. Yes, you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And right after this is Marvel TV Weekly. Right before this is Winona Earp, also on Tuesday's Horror Movie News. And I'm all... We're talking My Hero Academia on AfterBuzz Anime Reviews. Well, look at that. Uh, Amy Cassandra Martinez is not here, but Carrie, where can they find Amy? Amy... Amy Cassandra MTZ. Yes, really. Amy Cassandra Martinez MTZ. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, any any Cassandra MTZ. There we go. Yeah, uh, please hand gestures. gestures. I'm all. Wait, does she do the M this way? I don't know. Don't don't be confident. Be confident, Carrie. Own it. Own it. Own it. Do it. it. Do it. MTZ. That's, I okay. did the sign language. <laughs> That's respectable. All right. There you go. We, if we don't get a nail, though, we just get respectable. There you go. Uh, I know folks follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Box Side. This breakdown, folks. We'll see you back here next Sunday night. Till then, go see some movies. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.